1: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
1: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I've recorded if you're ready to record. I'm also ready to record, yeah.
0: Welcome back, everybody, and a very Merry Christmas to all of us. Oh, oh. I'm including myself in that.
1: No, that's, that's fair. If no one else is going to do it.
0: <laughs> we are, of course, uh, returning to talk about the Santa Claus 2.
1: And the bizarre universe of the Santa Claus in general. Absolutely.
0: If you could leave a like on this video, that would be great because it helps this video and it helps me, which is what this <laughs> is about, right?
1: Yeah. If Good. no one else is going to help you, you should help <laughs> yourself. That's what Christmas is all about.
0: Exactly. Now, I realized and a few people pointed this out on last week's episode when we talked about the first one. We didn't really say whether we liked it or not. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's better than this one. I think this one's better. Really? I think of the trilogy having having shotgunned <laughs> all three of these in a very short span of time. I think the second one is the best one. Interesting. I, I think it's got the it's got a nice simple plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the world, the world. You know, the the happiness of the world is at stake. Blah blah blah. But not really. We're just mucking about. And I think it's got the best villain which is to say it's got a villain. Well, the third one's got a villain, which we'll come back to.
0: Okay, that's probably fair. I think also the implications of this universe are not as bad in this one. However, they do bleed over into the third one. Oh, I've still got questions. There's some stuff that I really want to talk about. This
1: one I think is also the least schmaltzy. Right. Not that I have anything against the child actors in the first one or the third one. Mm. I think this one, it's mostly like teens and it's just being silly. And I think that he's being silly. Yeah, right. It's interesting
0: though, because to me as well, it felt more toothless. And uh, it's also because this one is G as opposed to the previous one, which was PG. <laughs> Did you get that sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, in a PG movie, uh, Tim Allen gets to do more. Ah, ah, ah. In a in a in a G movie, obviously, he's restricted to one. Ah, <laughs> he gets one big ah. <laughs> They've got to know exactly where to place it. You know what?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this movie, one of the big plot points is that Charlie, the boy from the first movie, mm. he's now turned bad. He's evil. He's putting on a beanie. He's spray painting. You That's know, he's right. bad news. Yeah. I think this is a bleed over from the Hollywood executive thing where, which we talked about last week, where like... A lot of these movies from the '90s are about dads who are spending too much time in boardrooms, mm, yeah, and right. this is just an extension of that, where their kids have grown up and they're like, "My kids are delinquent. Yeah. What, <laughs> what? I need to go back and fix my delinquent son." Do you oh. think this is this oh, is do just you think, that?
1: Do you think there's maybe a movie executive who spent too much time? You know, uh, uh, he's he's not spent enough time with his children. Yeah, and he's like, if I just keep making movies about <laughs> a dad who I- improves, maybe. Maybe my own kids will come back to me. Maybe that's what's gonna happen.
0: I think it's a very real possibility. But what, what where do you think the line is on the naughty list in this case? I mean we know it gets tweaked by well, an evil villain. That's true. Um well doing a big graffito. Yeah, obviously. Obviously
1: that's that's a that's a that's but, naughty. But what if
0: you scrub out the graffito? Does that then wipe you off the list? Who's writing the list? Is it
1: automated? Who's specifically who watching? The, who set the rules? Was it the original Santa Claus? Yeah, because in these movies, uh, Tim Allen Santa Claus is like, eh, you know, if you're kind of nice, that counts as being nice. Mm. But the, apparently, the rules are like, no, if you if you do even a single ah, oh, <laughs> you're on the naughty list. So forever, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Is it one
0: of those situations like in the movie Wanted? with the loom of doom which tells you who to kill is it like that situation oh, so so is
1: so it the, automated and magic so you, so i reckon, i'm reckon maybe there's like when the first santa arrived at the north pole there was yeah. like a chasm like a like a yawning chasm <laughs> with some glowing green ooze in it and it's just like decide which children are naughty, and he's like, okay, glowing green ooze <laughs> in a chasm, I guess, I don't know. Anyway, this movie has two plots. It does, They've, yeah. they've shoehorned in two, which I quite enjoy, which mm. is, one, uh, naughty kid, as you naughty mentioned, kid, his, yeah. his own son is on the naughty list, and what mm. can he do? And two, the the elf forgot to tell me how to find a wife like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if he doesn't find a wife, which, okay, which leads to questions, obviously. Yeah, Number one question is... With the
0: gaping hole like, you must find a wife (laughs) or you can't
1: punish children. Sacrifice her (laughs) to me. (laughs) First of all, when Tim Allen Santa arrived in the North Pole in the first movie, yeah. there wasn't a Mrs. Claus. No, so I guess my question is: Did the previous Santa have a Mrs. Claus? Mm. And if so, when he died, what happened to her? Yeah. Did she just clutch her heart and collapse, and they <laughs> threw her into the chasm? <laughs> did she did she lose her Mrs. Claus powers, and then she just wandered out into the frozen waste <laughs> of the North Pole to die? Well there there are options. Yes. Th- those two
0: of which you mentioned. There's also the possibility that he wasn't married and he hadn't been Santa for that
1: long. Because again, he was a bad Santa. Claus. He was a bad Santa. Santa probably he he seems like a mean awful man. Yeah. Cuz well, it's not or at also- least incompetent. So maybe he went maybe he went 8 years and he was just like I just can't and he he knew right at the start you needed a Mrs. Claus and he just couldn't find anyone cuz he yeah. was too busy cuz he's a drunk. It. He's a drunk. Always <laughs> getting people the wrong prezies.
0: It's what a strange situation. And it's also like, I mean, I get it because if you're the president, for example, n- not to use any real world examples, <laughs> but if you're the president and then you're no longer the president, you can't be the president. The first lady can't.
1: And they don't let you drive anymore.
0: Oh, that's right. They don't let you drive anymore. Oh, you right, don't. Don't you drive anymore. The first lady doesn't keep being the first lady. They bring no. they bring in a new one. But
1: what's, <laughs> but what's the retirement? They, they wheel one in like Hannibal Lecter <laughs> on that journey. But what's the retirement
0: plan? You know, and also if yeah. you don't want to be Santa, and we'll touch on this more in the third one, is there a way to retire without just reversing all time and space? Like, do you have to die or reverse all time and space? Good question.
1: And also, it's never really established in this movie what does happen if Santa doesn't find a Mrs. Claus. Like, it seems to be like I guess there's just no Christmas. Well, that's the thing. You, I mean, you, why didn't they tell him? It's pivotal information. Like, if you if you de if you de-santificationize, yeah. as he as he starts to do in this movie and you get all the way back to being human, what happens? Do they pick another – does the chasm pick another Santa Claus or or does Christmas just end for everybody? I guess it it does. I mean,
0: also Christmas continues – Regardless of whether there's a Santa or not, because parents are still buying presents, maybe. Sure. So I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Oh, capitalism
1: destroys the planet. That's oh, happens, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, here's another here's another hypothetical situation. This is from right at the start of the movie, mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. we could start there. Uh, right at the start, there is like an uh, like a like an observational radar plane that goes over the North Pole. Yeah. And it nearly discovers the existence of Santa's workshop. Mm. And they they like go into stealth mode so that the 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 pe- the the Stealth mode oh very good <laughs> thank you thank
0: you everybody i can you hear those cheers mason no nah. okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i guess my question is what happens if it doesn't work and these people do discover are, are the elves going to shoot the plane down that's a great question isn't it though has this never happened before I mean, surely... Maybe it... there's an elf with, like, a like a surface-to-air missile and he's just shaking and he's like, I don't want to do it, man. I don't want to do it. Elf with a the gun. These kids are all on the nice list. <laughs> they're, they're on the nice list. I can't kill them. I reckon there's one and elf... said like, take the shots."
0: <laughs> There'd be one elf who, you, who would do it. I yeah, reckon Bernard might. would do it. Because yeah. he's all about protecting the secrets of Christmas. Mm. And this new guy, he's no good. And he ends up taking over his role, which, again, I feel like I'm going to say this a lot, but happens in the in the third movie. But... Yeah, I think they're in a situation where they will do terrible things if they have to to, prefer, <laughs> to, to preserve Christmas. What I don't understand is that I, I genuinely do not understand why they didn't tell him day one that he needs a wife. What? Like, it is a miracle, that he ma- literally, that he managed to pull that off. And it's a trick because the curse that is him being the Santa Claus, right, Yes, he then has to glom onto somebody else mm. and have it infect them. He has to
1: spread the virus. And yeah.
0: ruin their livelihood because mm. she's a working woman. She's doing really well at like... Being a mean principal. Yeah, but she's also one of those mean but fair Do You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he takes that away from her. Yeah. He's a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. I do like though in these movies that you do get the sense that Tim Allen could snap at any minute. Right. And I don't know whether that's the actor himself or just the way he does it. But do you get that sense that he's a Santa who's just like, just one more thing, I'm going to fucking lose my mind.
1: <laughs> do you get that sense? Maybe maybe in the third one more than this. Yeah, one. that's
0: probably more accurate, yeah. Mm. So I wanted to also talk about one of the things that bothers me about a lot of Christmas movies. And this one specifically is the toys that they have in this, they're not accurate to what kids like. It's like tin trains and wooden horses and wind-up yes. kangaroos, like all this shit that nobody wants outside of the, you know collectors purchasing them because they had them in the 50s. Where are your Game Boy Advances? <laughs> yes. Where are your Lego Ninjagos? Where are your Razor Scooters? It was 2002, I Mason. was going to ask you, did
1: you Google 2002? <laughs> I did. Hottest toys. <laughs> hot, hot toys. You're absolutely right. Maybe, again, the, the conceit of this movie seems to be... That your parents buy you presents, but also Santa provides some presents with magic. So maybe the presents you remember are the Game Boy Advances that your parents buy you. Sure. And the ones that Santa gives you are the ones you're like, haha, cool. And then you sort of shove them aside. Like under the <laughs> under the dinner table for at Christmas, and then you just sort of forget about them. I mean, who knows how long they last? Maybe they disintegrate. It's entirely like possible after twenty four hours, and you just forget about maybe, them.
0: Maybe the elves come and collect them and just recycle them.
1: Speaking of Santa magic, yeah, I have, I do have some questions. First of all, you did mention that he he eventually does uh, attract a, San- a Mrs. Claus. Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: he goes on a bloody bad date, though, mate. Well, his, she's wearing his face. She's wearing his exact <laughs> face. Not like. A picture of Santa Claus—it's Tim Allen's face that's on true. a T-shirt. <laughs> See, do people know what like Santa actually looks, looks
1: like? That's Santa magic, James. Okay, I guess it is. Anyway, a great appearance by Molly Shannon. If you if you wanted like a like a like a super hyperactive weirdo in like oh, the yeah. early 2000s you get Molly Shannon. Or even now, yeah, I guess that's probably true. Yeah. Um. But do you think it's kind of cheating? Because the way he gets, he, the way he attracts the principal yeah. as his Mrs. Claus, like he doesn't hypnotize her, which I'm assuming well. his Santa powers allow him to do. <laughs> like he just channels the void, the green void, and, and, <laughs> and she's she's enraptured. But like he does take her on a sort of a magical sleigh ride with yep. no driver, and he does well, it's like got, it's got reindeer or whatever. Or yeah, horse and or he something. does and he does sort of. Conjure up the present she always wanted as a child. Yeah. Isn't that cheating? Yes. Like a little bit? He doesn't use his actual charm. You know what
0: it's like? It's like when they go on The Bachelor and's it's like, thank you for the great date. I can't believe we got to go on a helicopter
1: and we visited the Eiffel Tower.
0: The guy didn't organise that. Outside of the show, he can't do that.
1: Right? She, she needs to recognise who he is at his core. That's what I'm saying. And also, right at the end, he's like... You, you know me. I was there when you were a kid getting all your presents. <laughs> what? First of all, you weren't. The curse of Santa Claus was, and I guess you're channeling that, but that's creepy, right? If you were, yeah, yeah. real weird. But speaking of presents also, and you did mention this as well, he also, in order to charm her, he livens up the boring office Christmas party. Boy, does he. By, by using his Santa charm and also by giving everybody a bunch of presents. Yeah. But I thought it was odd. All the adults get presents that they never got as kids. And they're like, oh, Nostalgia Christmas Magic. Surely there's some people who are out there who are like, oh, just what I always wanted, cash and booze. I was going to
0: say, isn't that the perfect situation to go, look, you're in a public school, funds are limited. Mm. You just get 10 grand. You just get (laughs) 10 grand. (laughs) Do with them whatever you want. I mean, presents are all good, but... That's the kind of shit you kick under the table after a day. Yeah. Because none of those gifts to me looked good. No. Like, no, no I don't want any of this
1: ever. I mean, they, they did, they they were, they all were like, you know, like a new in-box yeah. Like, dead stock, like these toys. But I'm like, they smell a bit mildewy, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a, they have been sitting on a shelf for a long time. Where did he get them, though? For real? I don't know. I mean, I he's magic, is I reckon, I reckon he went through time and he stole them off other deserving children <laughs> from, like, the didn't. 60s or 70s.
0: What I also f- found very odd about this movie is when he goes to reveal to her that he needs a wife and that he is Santa. He's like... You you know how I got all those presents out of nowhere and and it snowed that one time. Well, guess what? I'm Santa and magic is real. Like, you don't want to have other examples of things happening? Well, he
1: had run out of magic, but I agree. He should have done something earlier. He should have been like, look, my hands are empty. Nintendo Switch. That's that's from the future. It's not even from now. Look at it. Look at the higher res graphics. Look at this. You can dock it. You can play it handheld. I mean, that would work if you wanted somebody... i from hell. I mean, the North Pole. <laughs> that, would,
0: that would work if you wanted somebody to be enamoured with the Nintendo Switch. I think but I the focus true. needs to be on him, I doesn't guess that's it? that's probably true. But yeah, he really kind of leaves it to the last minute to tell her. And then when it turns out that, hey, you know... She believes him and they're back at the North Pole. And she's like, oh, my God, this is all real and elves are real and whatever. Maybe I can move up here. He's like, look, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but if you don't marry me in the next few minutes, Christmas is cancelled forever. Ever, yeah. That's a lot to put on it a really person. really is, isn't it?
1: And it's, then- <laughs> like a, it's like a very public proposal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where you exactly. bring in dancers and a, and a, and a choreographer. Everybody's routine. family's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then immediately when they get married, he ages forty years and puts on a hundred pounds, yep. which, look, I guess, is a metaphor for marriage in general. But and then in the credits, she's also aged up, she, which yeah, is, she which got is thick
1: re- all of a sudden. That's right,
0: which is reversed in the next movie. But that might be when you have a baby; they take those things away from you, so you can do it. But I don't know. That's a lot to throw on a person, yeah. and a lot of expectations, and I think it just is going to lead to disaster. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, it doesn't ultimately, but no, because Christmas mean, magic,
1: yeah. Uh, speaking of Christmas magic, we didn- we haven't mentioned in this the villain of this piece. Really great, <laughs> I think so too. So so in order to. You know, do the the dual thing of like get his kid off the naughty list and also uh, find a wife. Uh, the elves concoct a scheme where they build a robot duplicate of Santa who takes care of the the, the North Pole workshop while he's back. Good makeup America. and everything. Just a just a, an abomination of a thing. Yeah, just a just a horrible glossy <laughs> rubbery, just a real Max Headroom of a monster. Just r- really horrifying. Is. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think the performance adds a lot to it too mm. because I think Tim Allen gets to do the thing that he's always wanted to do in these movies is just scream at kids. Yes, I mean I know. He's screaming at elves, but in real life, they're children. <laughs> they like, here he's are. screaming at children. Yeah. So, I think that's why he's enjoying it so much. Mm. And you see a lot of the performance and a lot of the funniest moments in the movie come through in those moments. And the introduction of like the tin soldiers is really fun. And they're these super clunky suits that real people had to wear, which they hated. And then there's <laughs> a moment where the, the elves attack them. And it does look like pure joy from actual children getting to just go ham
1: on these, <laughs> on these tin soldiers. I have written that scene. Just a note that just says continuous screaming because that's when you know kids are really having fun. It's just constant ah snowballs, exactly.
0: But you know what? He's a good Santa. It turns out because he saves Christmas, and it is mentioned that kids are eighty six percent happier since he took the job, which is a massive increase. It really, I is. mean, how
1: bad was that guy prior? Seems like he was the worst. Yeah. But
0: on top of that, I think also the virus curse slash whatever this thing is that in, that glommed onto his personality. I think his years in marketing meant that he was able to do things previous Santas couldn't. I see. Because he's got right. modern 90s marketing yeah, skills right. that can be adapted uh-huh. into 2002 Santa Claus policies.
1: That's probably true.
0: Yeah. That's all I'm saying. What do you think about the inclusion of seasonal figureheads? Peter Boyle returns, who was his boss in the last movie. Is oh yes, Father uh, okay. the time.
1: Uh, mixed on them. Yeah. I think they're probably okay. fine. I like
0: yeah. Aisha Tyler. The Tooth Fairy, I feel, gets a bit too much play. And there's a moment where he needs to pull a tooth, and they pick the front tooth. Like you don't want to grab like a molar <laughs> yeah, at the right. back. Uh-huh. But hey, whatever. And then you see Charlie, who actually, you know, he comes back to save the day at the end. He has pulled out one of his front teeth. That's an adult tooth, man. It's
1: not coming back, right? I mean, it does come back. Because <laughs> of Christmas magic. Because of Christmas
0: magic, but yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention about that group is the rabbit is fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. That is a spooky... That's the spookiest thing in these movies.
1: I'm still a little bit spooked, and I saw this, you know, as an adult. Imagine if we'd seen it as children.
0: <laughs> exactly. Anyways, it's... um. I think it's all right. Yeah. I, I like the first one more, because the first one kind of feels kind of dangerous and weird in a way that this one, for me, doesn't okay, as much. sure, right. But the things like, you know, the evil Santa and, and other inclusions and, and, you know, and trapping a woman into a into a, <laughs> into a weird magic marriage, I guess that's those are all good things, aren't they? They sure are, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and also, I'll say this. The DVD extras was that moment in time where people were just going all out on them. Yeah. This is the era of, like, Lord of the Rings DVD extras. Animated you know what I mean? menus, all kinds All of, of stuff. those things. They're doing things like... They'll do like a tour of the San- of Santa's workshop and the behind the scenes, but everybody is still in character. You know what I mean? Like yeah, all the right. elves and all the kids are still pretending to be elves and it's all for real and it's all movie magic. Now there's not really anything like that. It's just like, you want a DVD extra? Here's the trailer, which you can also find on YouTube. Here's a deleted scene. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of a lost art, which I think is also coming back more in streaming services. You see it more on like Disney Plus and behind the scenes stuff. But there. there you go, mate. This has been the Santa Claus 2. No... Extra title. It's just the Santa Claus 2. It doesn't have like an extra...
1: It feels like it should have an extra bit. Like... um, It should be the Santa... Tin Ca- Terror. Yeah. The Santa Claus 2... Brackets, wherein it's revealed that Santa Claus has a hibernation period. That's weird, right? I don't remember that. He's Did like, I, I sleep a lot of the time. And it's like, what? From the curse. Like it
0: will be the curse, From yeah. the brain worm that's eating into his brain.
1: <laughs> Almost certainly,
0: yeah. Yeah, but anyway, Santa
1: Claus 2, Palooza. <laughs> yeah. Some great sweaters <laughs> Very in Very much so. Just
0: amazing. Anyways, of course, we will be back next week to cap off this trilogy with the... the, the this, The escape clause That's That's what it's about Isn't it Mm -hmm. And Martin Short's in it And other things happen In that movie And it's a much weirder and worse movie in a lot of ways, isn't it? In a lot of ways, it's the worst one. Yeah. All right, thanks for watching this. So, this is Caravan of Garbage. These come out every week. And if you want these early, you can go to BigSandwich.co. We've also got our podcast, The Weekly Planet, ad free feed. We've got our bonus podcast where we talk clickbait articles. We've got movie commentaries galore, don't we, Mason? That's right. So, check that out if you do want to sign up. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm
1: at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter.
0: Do you love the Santa Claus? Let us know. That question's for me. It's all right.
1: Okay, great. This is all for me, Mason. Yeah, I, I can, I, Christmas I is about me. No, I don't get it.
0: Thank okay. you. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Grab that, you. Ooh. Ooh. Remember that Simpsons gag where it kills Wilson? Yeah. It's <laughs> good.
1: Back to jail for me. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's good.
0: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
1: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.